Boston Celtics will advance once again to the Eastern Conference Finals. Banner number 18 still very much in play. Sidestep, puts up another three. Bang! The Tatum tornado continues. He's got 40. And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Big thank you to Philadelphia for the phenomenal intro music. How about them? Uh, love to see it. I love the Sixers song. The Sixers song. <laughs> I listen to the Sixers song every time they play the Sixers. I didn't listen to it game by game. Listen to it today as I went to go pick up my wings. I mean, you got to. You got you got to wait in, until the Celtics take care of business, and that's what they did in game seven. Oh, man, what, what a day. And you know what, Sam? Celtics are headed to Miami, so I've mm. got to dress the part. Sixers are going home. Celtics oh. to Miami. I've got to – I mean, if Celtics are going to Miami, well, we like got to – Scumbag. I didn't have my – You've got perfectly great attire for yourself. I mean, that's true. I do have, like, I have my beat. Philadelphia shirt on where we we've got we've got both things cooking we've we've got the Celtics blog is going to send Jack to the Kaseya Center (laughs) imagine no we've got we've got both sides of the equation we've got the Hmm. fresh off game seven and we've got looking forward to the future I mean what a day for the Celtics you you can't really ask for much more from them uh absolute master class from Jason Tatum we'll get into that uh Al Horford completely shutting down Joel Embiid another James Harden no-show for the 76ers what was the final score it was 112 88 yeah i think what is that 112 minus 88 24 point win for the celtics they held the 76ers to sub 90 points for the third time in the series which only happened twice in the regular season for the sixers (laughs) i mean it was just so clear the celtics were the better team you just needed them to come out and show it and uh Oh man, <laughs> thank God they did. <laughs> like it's about time. Uh, you love to see it. You, you won't hear many complaints on this show uh, today. So, good one. It's gonna be it's gonna be a night a pleasant show, which is not something we've been able to say for uh, a good portion of the rest of the series. Yeah, people were really mad after Game Five when I was like, they should have swept these guys. Here you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. On the pregame show, couple things. One, I did ask for it to be like Game Two. They delivered. Good on them. Thank you. Lowered my stress, made me spend uh, less money maybe on insurance than I might have had to. Then Tatum, I did say I felt like you'd have a big game today on the pregame show. You did. You texted me too. And I do have to apologize. I did trash Tatum all week. (laughs) He deserved it. He deserved it. But he showed it big time in the last five quarters. He was excellent. Didn't we say something about the shoes? Oh, I think we said oh we have to God. buy his shoes. I think we said if he dropped 40 in game seven, we'd buy. Oh, shoes. no. <laughs> Pull it up. Pull it up. I've got to go in. look now. Oh, my God. If Jason Tatum drops 40 in game seven, I will buy the shoes. Thoughts? Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll match. Oh, my gosh. We'll do a oh, flashback no. Here. I have to buy his shoes. My mom's going to be so mad. She's like, you've been buying too many shoes. Oh, my gosh. We, we might have to buy Tatum shoes. You know what we'll do? We'll have actually maybe we should pick our own. I was gonna say we can do a live stream and have chat pick what shoes we buy, but if we want to buy the colorways we like, then we can do that. But I only think there's two. Regardless, maybe we might have to buy the man's shoes. I, and you know what, Sam? <laughs> he, 
deserves it. He deserves it. 51 points, 13 rebounds, five assists, two steals, zero. Let me repeat that. Zero turnovers. Uh, 17 of 28 from the field, six of 10 from behind the three-point line. Just nothing short of domination for Jason Tatum. Uh, in game seven against the Philadelphia 76ers. They had absolutely no answer for him. Al Horford said after the game, talking about how remarkable it is that Tatum was able to do that. Jalen Brown, when asked about Jason Tatum, said, get out of that man's way and let him make space for other people. He was far and away the best player on the floor tonight. Uh, it was by the stats. Sam, are you familiar with game score? Uh, I've heard about it. I know they did use that to determine like, of like the games throughout history who had technically the best game. Yes. Yes. So let me game score calculation. The the formula for game score is it's long. And I honestly don't really want to go through it all, but basically it combines points, assists, rebounds, efficiency, turnovers, personal fouls, offensive rebounds, steals, blocks, all that stuff combines it into one formula and it spits out a number with how impactful that game with for some context, Donovan Mitchell, his 71 point game in the Cavaliers win earlier this season is the third best individual performance of all time. Michael Jordan has the best game score ever in a 1990 game uh, with the Chicago bulls. Um, Damian Lillard's uh, 71 point game is the fifth best of all time. Jason Tatum just recorded the 13th best playoff performance in the history of basketball by game score. Do you know how ridiculous that is? The 13th ridiculous best. Ridiculous enough for us it, to buy shoes. <laughs> evidently so. And it is the Shit. fourth best among active players. Uh, would you like to guess the three players who have had better individual playoff LeBron. performances? No. Jimmy Butler. Yes, he is one of them. And he's was number 13 as well, but Tatum displaced okay. him. Jimmy Butler does have the seventh best of all time, though, and it was this season. <laughs> so I can't there believe is LeBron that. didn't have one. Not LeBron. LeBron's best playoff game uh, was a 2009 game, uh, and it's 19th among playoff performers. Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell both have games better than LeBron James. I would not have guessed metric. either of those guys. Um, But no, no, that's, that's not the people above Tatum. The people above Tatum, Damian Lillard and Kevin oh. Durant, Damian Lillard. Oh, the best. I wanted to guess. Oh, is sorry, KD's sorry, the game seven against uh, Milwaukee? Uh, potentially 615 of 2021 would make sense. Uh, no, it was game five, a win against Milwaukee, uh, where he put up. Hold up. I can find it in two seconds. 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists, triple double played all 48 minutes. Uh, that'll do it. But I'm buying these shoes. Are you doing it now? Yeah. Oh man. Are you not happy about it? I'm not not happy about it. It's just like I I just bought the Lillard shoes when they were <laughs> or uh yeah, when he scored 71 points. Speaking of the game score, Adidas mm-hmm. would be really cool actually if uh Nike made these $51. I just realized I have to buy a Nike product, which is even worse. <laughs> They've ruined my jerseys. Hey, do you know what I'll say? It's worth it because that that Tatum performance was, oh boy. I, I mean, yep. might have been, that was probably his best game he's ever played in his life, right? Mm. I think so. And, and you could argue, like, I mean, obviously he had that 60-point game and a big win against the Spurs, but that was a regular season game. Uh, he had the 46-point game in the playoffs against the Bucks last year, but we're talking game seven, season on the line, 
following a very rough stretch of play. Obviously, he played well at the end of game six, picked it up. But up until that point, he was struggling mightily. He came out and from start to finish, just absolutely dominated the Philadelphia 76ers. No answer for him. He started aggressive going to the hoop, which obviously you love to see. He extended out to the mid-range, took a couple shots from there. I know you texted me about it. I know that's what you love to see. And then by the end of the game, he had four threes in the third quarter alone. Absolutely cooking, was chucking them over Joel Embiid. Nothing could stop him, right? He, he was already in the zone. He, already, he got to the free throw line eight times, or excuse me, eight attempts from the charity stripe in the first half alone. Just utter domination. There was nothing the Sixers could do to stop him. And when they double teamed him, he just kicked it to Jalen Brown, open three. It, it, he, he picked them apart. Uh, and the Celtics reaped the rewards of having one of the best players on the planet. Humbly, 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 one of the best players. In the what world. a five quarters for Tatum. 67 points over the last five quarters of this series. Absolutely insane. My order has now been processed. Uh, I'm going to do it right now. Can we see? Oh, there baby. There we go. Yep. Sam Sam bought the shoes. Excellent. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I'll use them. I'll get use out of them for sure. I like the colors. I bought the, the St. Louis ones. The blue and white. Very pretty. The zoo ones are very nice. Even though he wore those today. Low key, we should have to buy the zoo ones. Because that's what he wore today. <laughs> Tatum was fantastic today. We bought the shoes. Well, I bought them. You're buying them. I'm going to buy them. I will say, though, that I, I – oh, I can buy the uh, the zoo ones. It, I don't hate the zoo ones. I, I really don't hate ones. them. Really? I like the white ones better. I think they look better. I think the white ones are cool. I already have a pair of blue in my shoes, though, so I might just buy the zoo ones. They mm. have something different. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Continue. But, yeah, you mentioned it earlier. He ruled – he was using the mid-range, which we haven't really seen a lot in this playoff run. And I think it was a real mm. difference maker for him. You mentioned it. I texted you about it. And Bede was really dominant underneath the basket throughout really the series on the defensive end, right? He was making a huge difference. Yeah. Difference in this series here. He was dominating today. He was dominating Even in the first this game. Quarter. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say. And then Tatum starts, you know, pulling up. He's taking those difficult step back shots from the mid range instead of three. And I know yeah. traditionally his percentage from the mid range isn't fantastic. I've seen people on Twitter share it, especially when we all start complaining about the threes. <laughs> but that was a great way for him to find his stroke. In all seriousness, he got going from the mid range. He was making the tough shots. Then he pushed back and started taking the threes. You saw him make a huge three. In the second quarter to kind of extend the lead, he continued to be a flamethrower in the third quarter, really helped blow the game open for the Celtics, which was huge. I enjoyed watching them coast to the end. It was great. And credit to Tatum, he did it all, got to the basket. He was finishing. His touch was there. He was making the sidestep threes after he found his footing by shooting Mm -hmm. the mid-range. It allowed him to be more flexible, and Philly wasn't left with two choices, they were left with three of what he was going to do. It wasn't if he's if he's not shooting a three, he's going to automatically go to the cup because it was making it easier for them to defend him and the, and the Celtics as a team, really. Yeah, it was great. Sorry, I got up to go check what size shoe I am for basketball sneakers. I had to make sure I was getting the right size. 12, <laughs> 13? 11 and a half. Oh, I'm 12. And a half. Yes, there we're you close. go. Well, Sam just decides to flex on me, whatever, man. Mm. Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> Jason Tatum was awesome. Uh I mean, anyone who listens to the show, and there have been a lot more of you, and I, I, it's 10 minutes in, but I'm going to tell you now to subscribe. We should have said it at the start, but we'll say it here, too. We can edit back. Please subscribe. We'll, we'll, we'll edit it back there. We'll, yeah. we'll put something at the end of it. Do for, it at but the end. Yeah. Regardless, 
appreciate you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but those who have been tuning in knows how critical we've been of Jason Tatum. I Me, know, Sam, like you specifically, said, specifically, I've been <laughs> trashing him, dude. Hey, I've been doing it. I, I'm a long time uh, Tatum <laughs> criticizer. I criticize the Jays uh, a decent amount, but there, there is nothing to say negatively towards Jason Tatum after a performance like this. And he even came out after the game uh, with a really cool quote about playing in Boston. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, He was hyped up. He was asked about the crowd, gave a ton of credit to TD Garden because they they were amazing uh, in this one after Jalen Brown called him out. But after the game, Jason Tatum said, I love being here. I love getting to put on this uniform. I love getting to play in big games and put on big performances in front of the crowd. They feed off the emotion and energy and reciprocate it. And I can't express enough that I love being here and I love playing in front of this crowd. And if that's not enough to put a giant grin on the faces of Celtics fans everywhere, I don't know what it is. Dude, he's going to go play for the Lakers. (laughs) Exactly, right? Just because he wore a Kobe jersey? No, but to see him go out there, have a performance like this, and then say that about the team, like, I I, I wrote about Tatum for Celtics blog. Um, The articles, (coughs) excuse me, sorry, not out yet. It might be out uh, later tonight as we're recording this. By the time you listen to this, I think it should be out. but a line I used towards the end of the article was something along the lines of, uh, let me pull it up right here. It's loading now. I might as well wait a sec. Um, in a city with a history as rich as Boston's and on a team as storied as the Celtics, it's nearly impossible to stand out. And that's exactly what Tatum did in game seven. I said, it's all time showing from a blossoming Boston legend. Like that's what he's doing. And I remember us talking to Bobby Manning on this show. I forget when, but, I remember Bobby it was saying right something before along the Hawks series, unless it was a while ago. <laughs> no, this was like last year. Like this okay. was last season when we had him on the show or something. And he said something along the lines of like Tatum might really have a chance to be one of the greatest Celtics of all time. And these are the performances that make you think, damn, Tatum really might be one of the best Celtics of all time. And that's not an easy thing to do, right? That's not even, that's not an easy thing to even like get in the conversation of maybe doing. Right. Right. We're, we're talking about one in every 20 years. We're talking about Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Paul Pierce. Right. Have like we're thinking, have a check. We're thinking of like you think one, maybe every decade you'll get somebody who maybe has that chance. And then you see a million others who fall short. This guy at the age of what, 25 is fighting, clawing his way to get back to his second finals, attempting to at least uh, in two years in a row. He's been yep. to the Eastern Conference Finals now. Is this his fifth trip to the Eastern Conference Finals? This will be 18, 18, 20, 22, 23. This will be his fourth trip. Jalen's fifth. Yes. <clears throat> and I know Boston's a city of championship champions, excuse me, and it's fine. That's just how it is. And you only get measured by your titles. But, like, he's 25 and he's done this already. Like, he really genuinely has a chance to be one of the greatest Celtics players in the history of ever. Like, yeah, to crazy. put it in perspective, I saw a tweet today about Horford specifically in his, however, I think it's what, six seasons now in Boston? No, mm. this is number five. He was here for three, left, and then came back. This is mm-hmm. number two in that uh, second stint. So five. This will be his fourth conference finals. Only missed the conference finals with the Celtics in 2019. Thanks to Kyrie saying he won't shoot six of 22 again or whatever he said. Shout out Al. Yeah. Really think about this, right? I tweeted it. I don't know if you saw. That is the same amount as Paul Pierce. And that is the uh, that is one more than both Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen 
conference finals appearances with the Celtics. Puts things into perspective, huh? It is. It's kind of crazy. I never, you don't really think about it because they haven't won anything yet. And, you know, they still have work to do, still have to play Miami. We'll get you that too. But, I mean, that is impressive. We're kind of spoiled right now as fans. People are kind of trashing us after game five. Uh, and well, specifically. You, you want to see even crazier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to see even crazier? This is going to be Tatum's fourth conference finals berth uh, and Brown's fifth, correct? Mm. Larry Bird entered the league and they're 25 and 26. Yeah. Larry Bird entered the league at how old? I'm, I'm trying to look here, but I want to double check. I want to say 22. 20, 23. He was 23 Ooh. his rookie season. He's went to eight conference finals. So Tatum at 25 is already at half that. And Brown is more than half that at 26. And Brown, like, by the way, who is about to get paid. Yeah. Like, have we done a show? As, since? Yeah, we did. Since the we uh, did, but all I, NBA. Uh, yes, I think so. Maybe I think so. But uh, yeah, regardless, six. like, yeah, regardless, like that deserves the context of wow. Like the, this is like one of the best. Is this one of the best duos in Celtics history already? Like realistically speaking, like we talk about great Maybe. players who win championships, but like They've what's a better do. duo? And of course, this is like yeah. talking crazy, but like that's just how incredible Jason Tatum was. And Jalen Brown was great too. Like he didn't put up like thirty or anything. He had like twenty five, but it was efficient, right? Like J- J- yeah. uh, Jalen Brown finished with nine of nineteen shooting, three of six from three, twenty five points, six rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks. Like he had a great night. It's just Jason Tatum was absurd, <laughs> and uh, I mean, good for him. I like, like five I said, there, years there, ago, I had a bag over my head, and we were like, "Are they going to have to blow it up?" Hey, I, I was I was gonna say if I, you had a bag over your head, and now I've I've got a floral print yeah. thing on ready for yeah, Miami. Right and and we'll, we'll talk about this more. We're gonna do a series preview show with hopefully somebody cool. With somebody uh, exactly. We'll figure in that out to preview the Miami series. But Maybe you. How ridiculous? <laughs> yeah. How ridiculous is it that Celtics Heat has been the Eastern Conference Finals for three of the last four seasons? It's kind of crazy. That's nuts. Because last season, I don't know if anybody. Well, they were one and two. So it made sense. Last year was probably the one that made the most sense. The bubble didn't make a ton of sense because they beat Milwaukee in that as the one seed. And the Celtics got past Toronto, who was the two seed. Then this year, Celtics were supposed to get there. Miami was supposed to get killed. And mm-hmm. these teams were actually slated to meet in the first round. But Miami punted mm-hmm. against Atlanta. And, and then lost. they almost lost to the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, and then they almost lost to Chicago is right. It is crazy that they have taken down Milwaukee, albeit Giannis did get hurt and, and missed Still, though, two and a half games. That game five win told me all I needed to know about the series, though, honestly. Giannis yep. was back, and they they, they melt, melted down. <clears throat> Took down the Knicks in six. And they six. beat uh, Jalen Brunson and the boys. Yeah. Easy. And Jalen Brunson doesn't have a lot of help. And you know what? With this. Yeah, but like respect to Miami man that's nuts like good for them as much as I'm gonna root against them and everyone listening is gonna root against them like yeah they are the team left in the playoffs outside of maybe the Nuggets because like I'm kind of indifferent like they're fine like I respect the hell out of Miami is my point like like you can be an irritated Philadelphia you don't have to love the Warriors or the Lakers when they were in you did not like people don't like the Grizzlies the Bucks frustrate people because of Giannis's style of play like I, I struggle to think of anything bad to say about Miami outside of Kyle Lowry because he's on the rat list. We'll, we'll just we'll leave it straight. Yeah, I'm kind of heated. I have to root against Jimmy now. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Jimmy's actually kind of funny. 
Jimmy's but now, dope. Like, we're all gonna be like, screw that guy. He's lighting. If up the Celtics, Celtics lost, I would have. I would have been a Jimmy guy. Yes. I would have like. I would have rode room. with Miami for sure. I'm happy that we don't have to. I'm happy that yes, <laughs> uh, you know, two more games at the Garden to start off the series. The fans they were excellent, by the way. After Jalen Brown called yes. them out, it was juiced up in there before tip carried it over. Shout out to the team though; they did get off to a good start and actually gave them something to cheer for today. Exactly, uh, they were excellent from the jump. Jalen Brown himself came out and scored the first four points, then Tatum had a big dunk, and Rob had a lob. They really brought the energy to start the game. Fell behind. I was a little bit worried in this early second quarter when they were screwing around there and they were yes. down nine. And then James Harden did what James Harden does, and he <laughs> flailed around and he actually Woo! got beat for it. Got a flagger one, hits Jalen in the face, and the momentum changes all right there. It's just mm-hmm. curtains. Like, that was it. They turned it around. Those refs in the first half were absolutely horrendous. That was ridiculous. I was like, amped, dude. We got to see Scott Foster. We got Eric Lewis. <laughs> and listen, before the game, people were saying they were right. Like, the Celtics only won because Scott Foster and Eric Lewis were pulling for him. It's true. They it, gave you're right. Plus 24. It's a very closely contested game. It's clear And they that... guarded Embiid. <laughs> and they, they gave Jason Tatum the Space Jam Monstars powers. So. Yeah. It, some sometimes it's just Scott Foster at fifty today. <laughs> he was nasty. Oh, These uh, idiots. Uh, all in all, though, second half, like it was a it was a fine officiating. Scott game, Foster was on this game because he's been a ref forever. Eric Lewis is on this game because he's one of the refs that's been around a while too. Like that's why they do this. Agree, agree. Um, we don't have to spend long on this. Also, Woj is a mess. Yeah, Screw that him. was ridiculous. That was the lamest thing. And I should have saved this because we'll do rat list later. But Woj is my first rat list. Yeah, agree. He, he's such he's so lame. You know, somebody from Philly handed him that stat and said, tweet this, yeah. please. And he was like, OK, I'll tweet this. And he was like, Philly had 13 calls against them missed. And Boston only had four. And then everyone was like, oh, NBA rigged. Yeah, so dumb. So, 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 so unbelievably dumb. Um, like I said, we don't have to spend a ton of time on this. Uh, I did tweet out the Woj, though. I said, I'd after the first half, I said, Woj, what's the uh foul disparity in the first half of this game? Would you like to let us know? Uh, because it was bad. The, the over and back on Tobias Harris, terrible, oh, that was terrible, terrible. Derek White did not foul James Harden, didn't not, not a foul, not even yeah. close to a foul. Mark Jackson Paul, was like. He he had uh, what did he say? He made contact with his arm. Yeah, with his arm. Shut up. It's either wrong. you touched him or the you ball. Didn't. The ball clearly went off George Niang's feet. Semi-contact doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. George Niang <laughs> dove after the ball, desperate because he knew it went off his foot, and they still called it Sixers ball. Yeah, ridiculous. <clears throat> Jalen Brown got called for a tech because someone grabbed his knee off the bench, and he stared at them. And also, <laughs> PJ Tucker got an offensive rebound. He killed Derek White. Yeah, right over he the just back. jumped right over his back. Joel Embiid went up for a dunk, and it was a foul on Robert Williams. But he also just punched Rob in the face. <laughs> he just brought his hands out and smacked him. And somebody tweeted, "He goes, you mean after he fouled him?" I said, "Oh, my bad. I forgot you can punch people in the face after they foul you. More people should try that." Like, <laughs> well, that's what Harden did. He probably thought he got fouled doing? on that fast break and then just punched Jalen. Exactly. Just flailing. Exactly. But, I love watching Harden play when they don't call fouls for him because he's very so funny. useless. I nine points. What was he? What did he shoot? Do you have it in front of you? I, I have it. Let me look. Yeah, J- James Harden. Harden, three shot. of 11, one of five from three. Only got two free throws today. Yeah. He's useless. <laughs> Turned the ball over five times. And beat. 
Embiid, they killed Embiid in the post, by the way. Yeah. They were excellent doubling Embiid, didn't let him get off easy. He was uncomfortable. Five of 18 for him. Ooh. Harden's Jaylen, gone, right? Jalen Brown. Let's see if we can see this. The energy is shifting. Oh, no. <laughs> They're ready. I, they, they seem locked in, locked in in this game. I will say I this, and fine. I texted you about it. Jalen Brown getting the crowd to get ready to go today rules. And it rules Fire. because Jalen Brown has been really kind of iffy on Boston. Over the last couple months, there's been like the he's going to leave. He's not going to leave. He hates it here. He hates the fans. He thinks the fans are annoying. Thinks they're this, that, whatever. And he definitely is somebody that it's felt like he's had a lesser connection with the garden or, or yeah. the fan base as a whole, right? Yeah. Him being the guy that comes out after game six and challenges the fans and they bring it for him. And early on, he brings it for them in the game to get them going and keep minute. That rules. That is, it's almost like a breakthrough where yeah. we're both sides kind of like respect, nod, like we're in it together. We get it. Tatum, like he said, loves the fans. Of course, smart is usually the guy that's getting behind the fans and getting them love and trust, all of that. But it was really cool to see Jalen have that moment with the fans and connect with them. Agree. Agree. It was good. And you know what? You know why it was, it was especially great. Cause it, cause it worked because <laughs> yeah. it worked and they were able to, uh, feed off each other which was very nice to see um like you said the Celtics gave them something to cheer for and the garden responded uh in a great way so <clears throat> shout out to Jalen shout out to the fan uh like I said we don't have to spend too too long on this but I do want to mention Al Horford just <laughs> just killing Embiid just for the whole series too for like the majority of the series, Al Horford has absolutely owned Joel Embiid. And heading in, like we said, that like the Celtics probably have one of the best players in the league to guard Embiid. And I mean, <laughs> he showed it. He showed he showed you exactly why that's the case. Uh, it's just an incredible performance from Al Horford. And like I said, he's been doing it for the past few games. He finished game seven. Uh, with six points, 10 rebounds, which is huge. They've really turned things around in the glass. Credit to them uh, throughout the series. Three assists, two steals, three blocks. I think at least two of them were on Embiid. I would assume all three of them were on Embiid. The stats aren't out yet, so I don't know. But um, block to follow away. Yeah, Horford. Horford, let me let me look. I can pull it up right here. We don't have to do screen sharing. I'm just going to make don't. sure they're all on Embiid. Um, <clears throat> he, he just continues to be a monster. All of them were on Embiid, and they were yeah. all on mid-range jumpers. Anna he Horford blocked. was just running the table on Twitter today, killing Phenomenal. the Sixers fans that are mean and mean to her and her brother. Shout out the Horford family, man. Yeah, they <laughs> absolute rule. legends. Al's dad rules. He's always at the games. He you was know, rocking the uh, no sleeves. Not today. I think it was game six. He just had his, you know, his guns out. You know, he's 7-1. Is crazy. Tito Horford. That's shout not... out, shout out to Tito Horford. Not only for like being Horford's dad, but being seven one and just yeah. sitting in the normal garden seats. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that, like, that's I'm six three and I have like a bad time in the garden. Seat. Yeah, I don't love it either. It's not great. No, yeah. Shout out Tito. Um, but shout out Al, man. Oh my God, he he owns Embiid. Like. Like I don't think it gets talked about enough that the Sixers traded for Horford so Horford couldn't well, guard Embiid anymore. Yeah, that's what I mean. They they signed Al Horford just so he couldn't guard Joel Embiid anymore. It blew up in their face. They dumped him for Danny Green and had to give up a first in that trade. 
and then he went back to Boston just to beat Joel Embiid in another playoff series. Mm. You know Joel Embiid's won five playoff series in his career? Yeah, he beat – let's see. They first got in in 2018. They beat Miami. Then Hold next up. year I... they beat up on – oh, boy, who'd they beat up on uh, in that 2019 year? Hold up. Hold up. I said this because I have stats for you. Oh, they beat up on Brooklyn. Yep. Listen to this. Listen to this. Joel Embiid, this is from Connor Rice on Twitter. Shout out Connor Rice, the real C. Rice man. <laughs> Joel Embiid has won five playoff series in his career. These are the top four players in terms of minutes on Can each I guess? of the teams he's beats. Yeah, so 18 Heat. Who are the top four players in terms of minutes on that 18 Heat team? Uh, Whiteside? Nope. <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. Who was on that team? Deion Waiters was on that team? Nope, not top four in minutes. Was Wade on this team? Was Waiters on the team? I'd have to no Wade. Oh Wade, I don't think so. No, he's not top he four wasn't minutes. Back yet? He's not top four in minutes. This is a tough. Who was on that team? Don't <laughs> don't tell me yet. I want to guess. Annoy. Think Josh Richardson player. was on this team. He's fourth. He was fourth in minutes. Okay. Um, annoying. Really annoying. You don't like this person because they irritate you and they play well against the Celtics. Are they still on Miami? No. They were on Miami last two years ago, last year. Point guard. Oh, it was Drogic. Drogic was second Dragic. in minutes. Now, on this Heat team, man? one former Celtic. Jay Crowder. No. One former Celtic. Kelly Olenek. Yep. And then the guy nobody wants to fight is number one in minutes. Oh, James team. Johnson. James Johnson, Goran Drogic, Kelly Olenek, Josh Richardson was the top four in minutes okay. in Embiid's playoff win. <clears throat> the 19 Nets. Yep. D'Angelo uh, Russell. Yep, he was second in minutes played. That he series. was second in minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh man, who was on Dinwiddie? Yep, he was fourth in minutes. Okay. Uh, who was their big guy? Not a big guy. It wasn't a big guy. Four. Nope. Oh man, who was on this? <laughs> Joe Harris, number one in minutes that series for the next. Okay. And who else was on this team? Killed the Celtics one game. Killed them. Oh, Karis Lebert. <clears throat> yep, third in minutes. Okay. Twenty-one Wizards. Uh, some better names on this Beal. one but still. Beal's number John one. John Wall there. was no more. Nope. And it was uh Dinwiddie. No. Ish Smith. No. Beal. This was his one year in town. And he, he Oh Westbrook. W- Will yeah, them. Yes, yeah, so Westbrook them. was second. And then the last two are both power forwards. Uh, I have third and fourth. Rui. Rui Hachimura was third, and Davis Bertans was fourth. Bertans, that series. Who everybody wanted to, uh, to get. The Raptors, this is probably the best team uh, Embiid season. has ever beaten in the playoffs. Last season's Raptors, ben top Vliet, four minutes. He Siakam, was third, OG. First, second. Uh, Gary Trent, fourth. Gary Trent. Gary Trent was fourth. And then this Nets, Dinwiddie, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Royce and Neal. Those are the only five teams Embiid has ever beaten the playoffs. How crazy is that? <laughs> Mother's Day, very tough day for the 76ers, by the way. Very tough day. Because that was the uh Kawhi shout was Mother's yes, it Day was. as well. Five years ago. Yep. <clears throat> tough. There you go. Game seven. Not very friendly to them. No. I I, I don't want to say I feel bad for Embiid, but like I don't dislike Embiid. I don't you know I what I'm saying. Like Embiid. I thought his post-game stuff was a little <laughs> weird today. The full quote got buried. It wasn't as bad as it seems. Let me see. I know Big Cat put it out. He's a man of uh, uh, good journalism. He wanted the whole integrity. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me see what it says. I'll read it. Did he type it out or was it? I got. Oh, it. I have it here. If you want. okay, you got it. Go ahead. Uh, 
We got an unfinished job. We haven't won anything. This is on James Harden. And I think we got the chance to win. Obviously, going seven games and having a chance to close out at home, which we didn't do, I still believe we got the chance to win. We got what it takes to win, so obviously I don't know what's going on. And I know he has a player option or they can extend him, but that's on the front office to figure it out. I'm going to stay out of it. But I still believe that me and him, we got a chance to win. But it's going to take more than us. We all got to look at ourselves. I got to be better, and I will be better. That's what I'm focused on. All of us, we got to come back and find ways to just keep improving and help the team. We can't win alone. I can't win alone. Me and James, we just can't win alone. This is the part everybody has heard. That's why basketball is so five on five. So we just need everybody to just keep trying to keep finding ways to get better and we'll be fine. And be yeah. shot five of 18. Yeah. You can, I mean, you can't pick out that one section and just roll with it. Like that's all he said, but it's Embiid, definitely like regardless. Embiid and Harden combined to score 26 points. You can combine any of the other three Sixers starters totals and they will be more. Than those two guys combined. <laughs> really? You combine PJ Tucker and Harris, that's 30. Oh my God. PJ Tucker and Tyrese Maxey, 28. Harris and Maxey, 36 points. Wow. You're right. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man. PJ Tucker, by the way, all 11 points in the first quarter. I so. was ready. I tweeted it before the game. I was like, I'm ready for this guy to hit five threes on the Celtics. Yeah. And then he made three right away. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, they're going to get beat by PJ Tucker. You know what's also crazy? By the time the playoffs start next season, Embiid will be 30 years old. He's been in the this will be next year will be year 10. Yeah, that's nuts. Marcus, too. Same draft. <clears throat> that's crazy. Yeah, it, it just feels like he's so much younger than Marcus. And that's like just I don't know why. I think Does Marcus it, you, is younger than him. No. Uh when's Marcus's when's Marcus's birthday? March know? 6th. Uh ooh, very close then. Wait, Marcus Smart age. He's turning 30 March 6th of next year. Joel Embiid is turning 30 on March 16th. So oh. Marcus is older by 10 days. I knew it was March because I just looked up how old Embiid was. But yeah, part of me feels bad for Embiid. Part of me doesn't know. Like, I'll ask you this. Do you think Embiid could potentially be the next superstar to say, get me out of here? I wouldn't be shocked if he does it this summer. I don't really? know what his contract is. I don't know what his leverage is. I don't think Harden's coming back. I don't think so either. I think he's I don't think Houston. you're getting those reports about Houston if there's nothing there. Like nobody's just making up that he's going to go join Houston with like a bunch of young guys playing there. That's just not something <laughs> and nobody's uh, making that up. And Bead's contract by the way. Next season at 46.9 mil, season after that 50.6, season after that 54.4, season after that a player option for 58.1. So he must have an extension just kicking in this year. <clears throat> yeah, because he makes 33-6 this year. So his, his four-year extension kicks in next year. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're going to do with Embiid. I think Harden walks. Is Maxi enough to pair with him? Maybe. Maxi well, is pretty good in this series. I think you could potentially flip. Like, you could sign and trade Harden to Houston and at least, like, you're not going to get much, but you can get back, like, scraps of, like, decent role players, and then you could combine. That could be enough. You could combine. <laughs> you could no, combine I'm, not, to- I'm not being facetious. Like, this Sixers team wasn't the best. Like, P.J. Tucker, he had to score 11 points today. He wasn't even, like, shooting in half the and game. And you know what? Season. Realistically speaking, similar iterations of the Sixers teams minus Harden made the playoffs, 
especially if you just consider like it's a Simmons versus Maxi difference. Like at that point, you know what I'm saying? Do you believe Jimmy Butler was on this team? <laughs> they didn't crazy. bring him back. Well, <laughs> Tobias Harris over me. <laughs> well, also like Tobias Harris over him, but also Al Horford over him. I yeah, right. <laughs> I I also think Tobias Harris gets a bad rep. I really don't think he's that bad. Tobias Harris, leading scorer today, he came to play. Okay. Like obviously, he gets a bad rep because he makes so much money as the fourth option he on the makes team. A but like a lot of money. When when he joined the Sixers, he was coming off a season where he averaged twenty points, eight rebounds, three assists. 49% from the field, 40% from three, right? And then since then, I mean, his three-point percentage has been a bit inconsistent. But the only reason his points per game has dropped is because, like, he's the third option. And for those people, like, the first two seasons he was in Philly, he averaged 19.6, 19.5. And then Maxi broke out a little bit last season, so it's dropped to 17.2. And this season, a full year of Harden and Maxi, it dropped to 14.7. But, like, the shooting splits, let's take a look here. 36-7, 39-4, 36-7, 38-9. Those are three-point splits. Like, those are fine. It's just he's getting paid as a first option to be a yeah. fourth option. Like, what well, do you that makes it really him? hard to win, though. You have the new CBA exactly. in the fall. So my point is, like... If, and if you guys don't know, essentially, the new CBA bullies teams that spend money. So if you're, yeah. like, over 17 and a half over the luxury tax and... You cannot sign and trade. You cannot. And by the way, I don't know what their luxury tax is, but that might hurt your Houston sign and trade for Harden. Um, You can't trade first round picks seven years out. I think there's another way they just beat up on these high paying teams. But I mean, it's going to be tough. And, you know, shifting back to the Celtics with Brown and Tatum now set to make a million. Well, not a million. That's underselling it. A billion dollars. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, you're trying to do. A, you're trying to hyperbolize it, and you're like, yeah, I was salary. underselling. I'm just an idiot. Uh, that's that's gonna make things interesting on the Celtics. They do have Derek White tied up forever, and they have Brogdon tied up forever. Smart. What is and Rob. And Rob. Yeah, I Smart mean, they have they have a lot of their guys nailed down. Let me look. So good let me on look them. Here. Oh. Smart move by the Celtics, extending Horford this year. They signed mm. uh they, they traded for White and Brogdon both with a lot of time left. And then Smart Jason Tatum might be the first one to expire. No, it's actually White. So Tatum is under contract next year, year after, then a player option. Jalen Brown, obviously just next year, and they need to work on an extension. <clears throat> Horford next year, the year after. Brogdon next year, the year after. Smart next year, year after, and the year after that. Wow. Derek White next year, the year after. Robert Williams next year, the year after, and the year after that, making 13.5 mil in the final year of his contract. That Robert Williams deal is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, the the Brad uh, yeah. Stevens like quick and, rebuild or retool sorry, has in what Grant Sam Hauser next year oh, and that's the year right. after He's that no money two mil. Yeah, so shout out, and obviously they need to worry about the Grant thing too. But do they need still. to worry about it? <laughs> they they just beat up on Philly without Grant. Well. <laughs> Uh, at the very least, you could use it in a sign. Grant's just out there to like, run and get his face stepped on. Hey, he's he's doing stuff though. He, he's he's bringing the energy. At least give him that credit. But I I do think the Sixers thing is weird because like I think Tobias Harris could be a fine third option or even second option on like a good team, especially a good team with the MVP of the league, right? Like I think he could put up twenty points on solid efficiency. Tobias Harris was good in the series, except for games. He's six. fine. He's a fine player. He's just not a forty million dollar player. So. Embiid, Maxi, and Harris, that's still absolutely a playoff team. Is it a championship team? Probably not, unless Maxi takes a huge step. But like at the same time, if you explore, <laughs> excuse me, I have to cough again. You can explore like 
PJ Tucker trades or Tobias Harris trades or like you have pathways forward to keep like competing Who's alongside PJ Tucker. The Mavericks. The Celtics I, if they don't bring back Grant. Maybe. I think the Mavericks could use him. You know, a team like that. You get like yeah. uh I I wrote like something along the lines of a 76er sign and trade for Kyrie. Tobias Harris, PJ Tucker for Kyrie. Something, right? That'd be something. But mm. no, like maybe the Sixer or excuse me, the Mavericks, and this is just like random off the dome, like Maybe the Mavericks do something like, okay, we'll give you, uh, we'll sign and trade you Christian Wood, right? He could be a bench piece or play alongside a bead, whatever. Not great. Um, they also have like a Tim Hardaway Jr. off the wing. They've got um, other pieces, but like they would want a defensive anchor in PJ Tucker. Their defense was terrible, the Mavericks. Like they may be willing to bring in Tobias Harris. Like th- I think there's stuff around the league where you could find ways to offload pieces, but at the same time, like, Maybe Embiid's just like, yeah, see you later, get me out. And like, there are teams that would jump at the opportunity to trade for Embiid, obviously, right? First one that comes to mind, dude, imagine Lillard and Embiid on the same team. I'd prefer not to. <clears throat> why? What no, no, why? I'm talking about Embiid requesting a trade. Oh, okay. All right. And yes, kicking rocks in Portland. <laughs> I was going to say, what are you talking about? No, like, can you think about that trade package? Like Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp, Nurkic to max salary, like, and then some picks. Like, you're talking about like a decent young core in Philadelphia, or like another team. Like, call me crazy, <laughs> maybe the Knicks are like, let's get Jalen Brunson an actual center, right? You say, okay, we'll we'll, we'll salary dump you Julius Randle, <laughs> we'll give you Obi Top and quickly and all the picks that you could imagine because they have tons of picks. You look at the Thunder. Dude, the Thunder have all the picks in the world. They want to get Shea a co-star? Go get Embiid, right? Yeah. Like, there are teams that would jump at the chance to trade for Joel Embiid. And right now, Sixers ain't looking too hot. I'll put it that way. The Celtics, uh, last year, the Celtics effectively ended the Nets dynasty. Maybe they should do the same to the Sixers. Dynasty. Not dynasty. Team. Nets team. Core. Dynasty, bad word. Di- core, yes. Thank you. The dynasties <laughs> of just losing in the second round. <laughs> yeah but yeah I, I think the future of the 76ers in jeopardy you think doc's gone too oh doc's gone tomorrow doc said he has two years left yeah but he they're gonna fire him. <laughs> you think so yeah doc wants to go flip houses in southern california <clears throat> well, i'm not i'm not like being i'm not joking where'd that come from <laughs> gorman's tight with doc and he said on the radio this week that doc doc fire. apparently is like laboring out there like he's like in a lot of pain <laughs> i mean did he see the video i tweeted him yeah but like you know, in all seriousness, like I guess it's hard for him to travel. It's hard for him to be like up and older. down on the sidelines. He doesn't want to coach anymore. He's done. I mean, hey, he does a great job of it when he's complaining about calls. He gets up there, he gets rowdy. Man, Doc uh, Doc made it hard yeah. to like him these last couple of games. I'll still always have a little bit of love for Doc, but yeah. And I mean, th- we we didn't talk about this then. This is like a long time ago. He had some really nice things to say about Heather Walker too before game one. Like he was in tears in the media room, and it was really like a nice moment. But yeah, I don't know. Seventy Sixers might be uh, a little bit in shambles as they say <laughs> moving forward. They're but- in shambles. I'm not. Yeah, I was going to say, Celtics, though. Celtics are feeling pretty good. Heading to Miami. A little bit of momentum behind them. Uh, Too we'll bad, again. dude. We don't get to see uh, parades outside Madison Square Garden. Darn, oh, no. no. Man, big bong. It, it would have been kind of cool to see Julius Randle throw up a lot of super cool threes. Like him and Tatum no, no, could have no. a three-point off. No, no, because you know he'd make them against the Celtics. Yeah. 
That's what happened. But Did I finish my watch? Nope. Wow. <laughs> the Celtics are going to have to take on the Miami Heat. Bam Adebayo has been great on defense this series, up and down on offense. He played pretty well uh, against the Knicks because Mitchell Robinson can't guard a mid-range. Um, Which is Jimmy the best because Mitchell Robinson came out <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it's kind of hard. Like he can shoot mid-range. I kind of don't know what to do. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, uh, Josh Hart's been a nuisance on the glass. Isaiah Hartenstein's been awesome for them. Yeah, Jordan Hartenstein's Br- a dog. Oh. Sorry, I'm I'm talking about the fucking Knicks. Uh, I was meant to talk about the Heat. Jimmy Butler's been amazing for them. Kyle Lowry's annoying as ever. Obviously, Duncan Robinson remembered how to shoot. Max Drews has been pretty good for them. Obviously, no Tyler Hero, but Bam Adebayo's been great on defense. Picked it up on offense in the next series. Gabe Vincent's been super annoying for them. Caleb Martin also playing well. Haywood Highsmith making some hustle plays. Cody Zeller getting minutes. Kevin Love turning back the clock and nailing a million threes. Like <clears throat> this Heat team is the eight seed, but they are going to be just as annoying as they were last season. Now, yes. that doesn't mean this Celtics Well, they don't have P.J. Tucker, and this is they not facetious. I'm not being facetious at all. And no hero. No hero is big, too. I have a feeling Hero's going to wiggle his way back into the series. You think they said, so? They said the finals is when he's supposed to be back, and, I mean, we're getting close. Okay. I wouldn't Maybe. be surprised. I don't know, because last year, like, they kind of tried to shoehorn him into Game 7, and he wasn't effective. So we'll see how easy it is for somebody like that to get shoehorned into a playoff series. But he didn't break his hand. Like, it's not like he mm-hmm. did something to his knees or anything. Like, Hero could be out there running nine miles a day to stay in shape. You know what I'm saying? Like, his conditioning yeah. shouldn't really be off a cliff. Like, he should be okay to play if he's able to be healthy with his hand. The thing about Miami, they lost P.J. Tucker, and we won't, you know, we'll save some of this for uh positive Yeah, we'll go more in depth, game one. obviously. But P.J. Tucker was really key last year to them with Tatum. And slowing Tatum down. And you even saw it in Tatum's numbers up until the last five quarters of this series. P.J. Tucker was an effective defender, not only through the five, five games of this series, but in the regular season, too. We had Max on. We were talking about those Tatum splits. He was at, like, 20 points a game against Philly on terrible 21, splits. Yeah. Yeah. Tucker has something to do with that. He's a real irritant rat. They don't have many. Absolutely. Anymore. Who's going to have to guard Tatum? Is it going to be Jimmy? It wouldn't surprise me if they just put Bam on him. Okay, put Bam on but, um, him. Then who's going to guard like Rob? Do you think the Celtics are going to go away from this double big line? No, now? they probably put Jimmy and or Caleb Martin or Jimmy and Caleb on the Jays. Those are probably who's okay. Be so Jimmy Jays. Butler has to defend both these guys, one of them, all game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. You saw it with Horford this series. No, they are not the same. Let me yes. start off by saying Jimmy <laughs> Butler and Al Horford are not the same player. But Al Horford was an elite player in a category this year, which was shooting. Elite he was shooter. not able to shoot at a high clip this series because he was so gassed from having to defend these guys, meaning mm-hmm. indeed, and try and defend the pick and roll. That's going to have some effect on Jimmy Butler, who's been Agree. the horse for the Miami Heat. And also, Agree. one more thing about Miami. They're the eighth seed, but they had like a million injuries this year. So their season was just up and down, up and down, up and down. But they're probably sure. like, Closer to six or five. Yeah, maybe. It's still impressive maybe. that they got themselves here. Like, it still would have been surprising regardless of what their health looked like all year. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, though. They did elect not to bring any help in at the deadline because Riley yeah, well, and them didn't want to go over the cap. <laughs> or the I, I will say, like, heading into the playoffs, like, this offense was terrible. Like, the Heat offense is horrendous. It's just their shooters remembered how to shoot in the playoffs mm. right really that's and jimmy butler is playing playoff jimmy those are the two changes that have made the heat better <clears throat> realistically speaking so we'll see how the series plays off like we said we'll do uh, a big 
preview pod that'll drop at some point with a friend. Uh, yeah, with a friend. We don't know who our um, friend's uh, gonna be yet, but we have some ideas. <laughs> we'll we'll pick it up though. We'll pick it up. Uh let's do you want to talk briefly about the Western Conference finals and then do rat listen and then rap? Yeah, all right, that's fine. Okay. Um so the Lakers are <laughs> in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, the Nuggets are there. I predicted the Nuggets to win the West at the start of the playoffs. I still think the Nuggets beat the Lakers. I think the Nuggets have been the best team in the playoffs so far uh, over the Celtics, over the Heat, over anybody. I just think the Nuggets have been the best, most consistent team. Uh, obviously, they dropped a game to Minnesota. They dropped two games to the Suns. I just think they've been the best. And I, I think this is a competitive series. If you want my prediction, probably go nuggets in six or maybe seven, but like <clears throat> I I have a feeling Anthony Davis has been probably the best defender in the playoffs so far. Right. Mm. Jokic is ridiculous. Right. And like, beat also to, was pretty good. And beat was credit. Good too, but <clears throat> my point is like you had some hesitation when it came to the Nuggets, and rightfully so, it is what it is, because Jokic has, he's just never done it, right? He's never been to the finals. He's been to a conference finals. Um, and I will say, Sam, the last time he went to the conference finals was when he had his teammates fully healthy. And look what happens. He has his fully healthy again. But in the playoffs this year, Jokic is averaging 30.7 points, 12.8 rebounds, 9.7 assists, 1.1 steals, 0.7 blocks. He's actually playing good defense, shooting 54.9% from the field and 47.5% from deep. He has been obscene this postseason. Right. Uh, I don't, I, I think <laughs> that offense will beat Anthony Davis's defense. I think the Nuggets, who have been playing better defense this postseason as well, will be able to shut down the Lakers a bit more. The only way I think the Lakers could potentially break through and win this series. And this could all blow up my face because I said the Warriors would win too. Is if they consistently get Jokic in foul trouble, which is very possible, but I, I still think the Nuggets win the series in six. Yeah, I will say the Lakers are a drive heavy team. They don't take a ton of threes and they force the issue inside. inside. So, one, there is more of a chance of that because they do shoot a million free throws, which has been an issue with uh, the opposing teams throughout this playoff se- uh, so far. Plus, it's going to make Jokic have to work a little bit more on defense. How effective will he be offensively? Sure, he'll be fine. These guys in Denver are probably sneaky in better shape than everybody else because they're at altitude. Uh, I don't have a True. prediction per se. I hope Denver wins. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I want Denver to win. I, I don't want to have... <clears throat> This is just the 2020 bubble conference finals. Yeah, I hope not. No, as in... This I know it's like, teams, but yeah, I hope it doesn't. Go like, you hope way. it's a different result, but like <clears throat> for all the people saying like, "Oh, the bubble was a fluke," like probably not. Like pro- probably not a fluke. Like, and as much as we like to shit on the Lakers, like it's still LeBron and AD. They just got a good core again instead of Russell Westbrook. I mean, <laughs> well, and one, I know it was handed to them. They got yes. they got a free team handed to them, but two, the Warriors played like me and the boys. Make no mistake, they were terrible. They were embarrassingly bad in this series yeah, against they were terrible. the Lakers. Not only were they bad, they let the officials get in their head like the Celtics do from time to time. So eyeball emoji of that if they end up playing them. But they were bad. Clay was terrible. Uh, Poole, terrible. Curry even kind of fell off a cliff. He wasn't really impressive past the first couple games. All those yeah. guys gave him nothing. Draymond had a couple good games, actually. But it was a weird situation with Draymond because 
he's buddy buddy with LeBron and yeah. he didn't like bring the dog. Did we talk about this already? No. He didn't bring the dog like that makes him like a impactful player every game. He brought yeah. a couple games and he was effective in those games. But being buddy buddy with LeBron is such a weird thing. And especially for Draymond, who's supposed to be your intense, your intense like motivator and in, in driving force. Enforcer, Kinda. like being friends with the other team, and then not only is he friendly with the other team, he goes on his podcast after getting eliminated and picks the <laughs> Lakers in six. Well, I, I I don't think that matters as much. Like, I mean, I if the Celtics lose, if the Celtics lose to a team, I'd probably pick that team to win because like you just saw them and you just understand how good they are a little bit more. But it's weird. <clears throat> it, um, yeah, I don't know. The relationship's definitely weird. Do you think Draymond's gone? Uh no, I think he, he sounded stays. like he wanted to stay. If you guys don't know, he talked post think... game and he was like, "I want to be a warrior for life." Yeah, he's he got that extension. Good. Nobody's paying him twenty seven and a half million dollars. So, not extension. Sorry, player option. Nobody's player paying option. him. He should. He should accept the player. He's option. He's in an opt in at the very least. Well, that being said, do you think the Warriors trade him? Do you think yeah. the Warriors trade Pool? I don't know what the Warriors are going to do, man. Like, weird. The Warriors are at a crossroads. Those guys seem done. With. I think they should trade. Kuminga. They're done with Pool. I don't know if they're going to trade him. I don't know what the front office is going to do. It's going to be kind of hard to trade him because he's going to make $30 they, million dollars next year. They should trade Kuminga, Gary Payton, Moses Moody, and a pick for OG Anadobi. And I only say that because I'm writing Kuminga trades right now for an article. And earlier this season, the Warriors or the Raptors set their price as Kuminga and another player and pick or picks. And the Warriors said no, which is stupid in hindsight. Like, what What are we doing? It is so. weird. Like, they didn't play that dude Kuminga at all. <laughs> That's they what I'm saying. They were without um, a lot of... Ku- Kuminga versus, or versus a second version... In game six. Kuminga or, Andrew, or a second version of Andrew Wiggins. Like, what are we doing? Like, come on. Uh, I don't uh, know. You see, if if I'm the Warriors at this point, I'm not trading Kaminga. If I'm if yeah, you stuck to it long enough. Here's why. I'm not trading him yet. I'm I'm going to hear what he said. Back. I'm going to see what he's giving you early in the season. Did you see what he said though? He said, "I either want to roll or I want to be traded." Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Sure. And it's true. I think Kaminga has shown solid spurts here and there. Yeah, he's good on defense. He's a good defender. Which is weird. Like I don't know why they didn't play him against LA. I don't know, man. especially in game six, like Draymond's in foul trouble. They're putting Moses Moody on LeBron. Put yeah. in there. Who knows, man? I don't know. Just weird. Um, But yeah, I, I think Nuggets win that series. The Western Conference finals. I'd love it. Going to be weird. <clears throat> yep. Going to be fun. Even though also, the finals would be more fun if the Lakers were there for the Celtics. But at the same time, yeah. it'd be like a torture chamber. Because if the Celtics lost to the Lakers, that would be the worst case scenario for me. <clears throat> Agree. I'd rather them lose to the Heat than the Lakers. Yes. Um, speaking of the Warriors, we're talking about who the Lakers beat. The Suns just fired Monty Williams. They're just like, yeah, I'll see you later. That tells me, and I texted you, I think they want to keep Aiton around. Because he he and Monty Williams are butting heads. He didn't like Mm. he wasn't getting playing time. I think, And there have been a ton of rumors about Aiton in, out, where are they going to trade I still think Aiton's going to. I think Uh, they trade Aiton and CP. Get them both out of here. Reset around the two best players. Maybe. Just my opinion, but we'll see. The KD thing is weird. weird. That trade was such a monster deal at the deadline. Now we're all like, did they win that trade? Like, what are they going to do with it? How much success are they going to have with KD? Should they have given up those guys? This is why I'm happy that the Celtics didn't do it with Jalen. Yeah, partially. In yeah. hindsight, it's always 2020. 
But I don't think either of us at the time were like, yeah, go ahead and go get KD. I was of the mindset of if it happens, cool, I'm fine with it. But if it doesn't, like, also cool. Like, this team's good. So <clears throat> it is what it is. Anyways, uh, let's do Rat List and we can mm. get on out of here. I know okay. you wanted to start with Woj, so I'll let you do that. But Yeah, Woj <laughs> is on the Rat List today. If you guys don't know, uh, Woj was click-clacking his fingers all day on Twitter. Might have deleted <laughs> I it, actually. I don't see it in my notifications. Hold on. Did Woj delete the tweet? He I retweeted. Let me look. Let me see if the re- if my retweet is deleted. Hold up. No, Hold on, I I've see got- it. You see it? Okay, I'll it. read it. And it and interest. You want to read it, or you want? Me yeah, to read I'll read it. it. Okay. Woj tweets at one thirty four p.m. Tip off today was at three thirty. Mm-hmm. An interesting dynamic approaching Celtics Sixers game seven. Per sources, the NBA's officiating game report shared with teams from game six revealed a significant disparity. 13 officiating errors disadvantaging the 76ers to four disadvantaging Boston. Those can include calls and non-calls. Now, Jack, I know you had something in response to that that you saw essentially saying like in a game, there are like over 500, I have it right 550. Here. Go ahead and read it. Ben Dowsett of ESPN and 538 quote tweeted Boys' tweet. An average game report contains about 500 to 550 graded plays per reporting that I've done. I'll let folks use whichever adjectives they prefer to describe a gap of nine errors from that sort of sample. Another factor, these grading reports are not limited to to only correct and incorrect decisions. For my reporting last year, here are the four categories, and they are infraction. uh, An infraction of the NBA rules clearly took place in the play in question. No infraction, an infraction of the NBA rules clearly did not take place. Potential infraction, the call was not clear, conclusions, blah, blah, blah. Conclusive, sorry. An enhanced review, a conclusive decision on the call would have been reached only using an enhanced video review. So there are four options. Uh, And I did the math. 500 calls, a nine-call disparity. Let's see what that percentage looks like, shall we? 0.00, excuse me, 0.018. So point, what is that? 1.8% disparity. did Did I do math correct? What are we doing, Woj? Like, how is that news? I bet over half the games in the league this year had a similar disparity. It it was ridiculous. Irresponsible. Obscene. Like you mentioned earlier, someone from the Sixers probably told him to tweet it. I agree with Ratless for Woj. Yep. Uh, I didn't prepare a Ratless today, so I'm I'm kind of like... Oh, no, Jack. uh, Struggling. Um, Hmm. What do I got? I would put Knicks fans on the rat list because they tore down Randall's poster, but I think that was kind of funny. Uh, did you see that? Talk about it, though. I sent it to you. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, I don't know where I get sent Did you see that? Um, yes. <laughs> yes, I saw it. I, I don't know. Remember you sent me one. I was oh, amongst uh, them. Can, can I put basketball on the rat list? Because we can't play this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't have basketball this week. Well, yeah. Then, rat- then you have to say why. Ratless basketball. There's a tournament going on there. No, Mother's uh, Day. Oh, oh, I didn't know Tournament that was is next week. Okay, then Ratless for next week. Mother's Day is a fine excuse, I suppose. Okay. But uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom and Mrs. LaFrance. Happy Mother's right. Day, everybody. Yes. W- w- wish your mom happy Mother's Day, even if it's belated. I did. Uh, what- no, 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 no. I'm talking oh. to viewers. I'm talking to the people listening. Come on. Okay. Uh, no, but yeah. Uh, basketball, Ratless for next week because we can't play. We can't play for two weeks. Like, two-week gap, really? What are we doing? Yeah, that I don't like whack. that. Not a fan. But <clears throat> anyways... Uh, do you have another rat list or is that all you got? Uh, we already talked about the Embiid quote. I was going to say that might be rat list of him kind of throwing the team out of the bus. 
James Harden can go on the rat, rat list just because I'm down to put Harden on the rat list because yeah, Harden's on the rat list because he doesn't play the game right. I actually have something on this. Hold on. Oh yeah, Hit me you up. may Let's you see. may need to edit the gap here because I need to find it. Oh, That's man. fine. I can I can talk our way through this actually. I said Some it during the series. I gotta find this. I'm so sorry. This <laughs> is fine. excellent. What no, I'm I can read. rant too. I can rant while you do that because I said this during the series. And before the series, I told you, like, I hate watching the Sixers. They're the most annoying team to watch. And you were kind of like, eh, I don't know. Like, they're finally fine. And I know I convinced you halfway through the series. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, oh, my God, are the Sixers the least pleasing team to watch in the sport of basketball? It is either a drive and kick, normal, or a drive and flail, where James Harden will flail his arms begging for a call to the point of punching another player in the face mm. or Embiid will fall to the ground screaming as a result, also punching another player in the face. Like, like <laughs> it's the same thing over and over again. There was nothing better than watching the Celtics defend Harden without fouling him, go to the ground. And then the Celtics just pushing the ball in transition and getting an easy bucket because Harden's still on the ground. <laughs> Not to mention, shout out George Niang, local guy. I appreciate it. Dirty play on the bench. Like, what are you doing? You can't pull his knee as he's running back. Like, that's just dirty. And he apologized to Jalen after the game. There's a video of it. So there's, it's whatever. But like, <clears throat> that was ridiculous. Doc Rivers is annoying for his complaints. And I tweeted during the game for Doc Rivers to complain <clears throat> and say, oh, Tatum pushed off on this play. When Harden's off-arm movement is some of the most egregious shit I've ever seen in my life. It's just completely contradicting itself at every single turn. I am so, so, so elated <laughs> that the Celtics beat the Sixers in this game. I I, I couldn't be happier after this one. <laughs> but, uh, anyways. Yeah, okay, I found it. I found it. Alright. All right. So, um, what's his name? <laughs> this is from Philly Voice. Yes. By uh, Kyle Newbeck, part of their staff, yep. wrote about tonight's game and wrote about Harden. Harden was obviously not very good today. Nine he had points. nine points on three Bad. of 11 with uh, five turnovers. And you know uh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm going to do some math nope, when you, you read this. Well, I, I need to do the math first, but okay. did Harden score more points in each of his 40 point games than he did for the rest of the series? Oh, he might have. Do the math. I'm going to read. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. Read. So he's he's complaining about Harden and obviously about how he did not play well today or in game six or even game five in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's part of what Harden doesn't get in these moments, why he has so often come up small in these moments. You simply cannot win a title by just exploiting rules and hoping that you get the right whistles for four straight rounds. He takes himself out of games out of the playoffs by hoping he can run to an adult every time there's even a marginal rule break. Most of the time, you're going to have to deal with the problem yourself. He has cried wolf so many times that nobody wants to listen, and worse yet, he ruins his own flow and his team's flow on the floor by trying to win the rule understanding competition before anything else. That is the perfect encapsulation of why James Harden is not only bad for basketball, but bad for his team. Yep. Because we saw it multiple times in this series, Jack, when he wasn't scoring 40 points, he was literally flailing around. Look at the end of game six. Celtics are up, what, eight or 10? And he just tries to drive, doesn't get hit at all, throws the ball halfway to the basket and falls down, hoping to get a call. 
He doesn't play the game the right way. You've said it for years. He's exploiting the rules, and like that's on them for the mm-hmm. rules. But it's not winning basketball. And in the playoffs, it's when it's a more physical game, they let them play more. In a game where he has two free throws, he's not effective. Mm-hmm. James Harden had 45 in game one and mm-hmm. 42 in game four. For the rest of the series combined, he had, I believe, if my math is correct, 67 points. All right. Four games. Five games. And five games. Yes. Yeah, sorry. And in the last three games of the series combined, 39. Nasty. So, like, and, and let's, let's, you know, to your point, Sam, in the two wins, or the two 40-point games, 7 of 14 from the line, 6 of 9 from the free throw line. Or, excuse me, those are those are threes. Uh, he actually did only take four free throws in yes, game one. That's like, right. I remember saying that's that. That's good. He um, was just getting anything he wanted. And he only had four in his other 40-point game. So it's almost like... When he doesn't try to foul bait, he's a better player. Yeah. So I was watching him today and I was just like, this guy is such a loser, man. (laughs) Just the way he he's like falling down. The stupid call he got on Derek White came minutes after he tried the same shit and didn't get rewarded for it. Yeah, it's terrible. He was a minus 30 tonight. Second worst in the team. I can't believe that guy is an MVP. Horrible. Horrible. But all right. That concludes the rat list. James Harden was the perfect way to end out the rat list for the end of the Sixers series. I texted Sam this after the game. I'm happy the Celtics won because obviously I cover the team. I like the team. I always like the team. I'm more happy they won because we get to keep doing these podcasts because yes. I've genuinely Post-game like game pods are excellent. Really, really, really enjoyed it. And I'm glad we get to keep doing them. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. Check us out on all social medias. Post another short today. Maybe we'll we'll do them. We'll scatter them. We'll try our best. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at How About Them C's. Uh, subscribe to How About Them Celtics uh, for post game pods. We have new pods dropping after every game in the morning at five a.m. The morning after every game, pre game streams come tune in thirty minutes before every game. Uh, and as it says in our YouTube banner, obviously home of the Atlas. So you get that here every yes, time. Yes, yes. So. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank you very much. I'll let Sam wrap us up. Yes. Like Jack said, make you. Let's try that again. Make you. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving tired. it in. No, please don't leave it in. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. I don't want you to leave it in. Don't Too leave it bad. in. I have the editor control. <laughs> I will leave it in. <laughs> it's staying in. Oh, <laughs> wrap man. us up. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. A lot of you have been doing so lately. We do appreciate it. Thank you very much. What are we up to? Let me look. I'll look right now. We'll get a lot of reaction. We're up to a lot. More than we used to have. We Uh, are at 300 and, if it loads, 58. Okay, 58. Thank you guys very much. Pretty good. Make sure you make it more than that. And turn on the bell, the notification bell. Make sure you get all of our 5 a.m. uploads. Make sure you get all of our live streams before the Celtics games and tune in. Leave likes, comments. I always appreciate the comments. I know Jack does too. On top of that, you can follow us on the streaming platforms, whether it's Spotify or Apple, and get all of the latest pods right to your inbox. And the socials at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Facebook is just the name of the podcast. You can follow Jack at Jack Simone NBA on Twitter. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA on Twitter. I've been on a heater, kind of like Tatum today. That's it for us. Bye.